because you have may not have taken the time to sit with and get to know the real you. Yeah. So in order to be that king, I need you to be the best you you can be, which is identify who you are. What are the things that you know you need to let go of because society's version of you already has you down here. But when you get to see yourself as the king you are up here, then everyone else will see you differently. But kings need to carry themselves in kingly behavior. We are always in the position where we have to bring something on the table. We have to bring solution. We have to bring money we have to provide i know like women do a lot of stuff as well but the thing is woman worth can be defined because you guys are beautiful because just because you're a woman you know like that's enough for Welcome to Better Yourself Podcast. This is your boy Frank Christ. And today we will talk about men see their worth based on how much they can actually provide. It's something like I'm very, very passionate about because I believe the way society see men, they see us as our only worth is actually when we can actually provide for people, for our family, for our women. When we cannot provide, when we're in a position where we cannot deliver anything, we are worthless. And that's the reason why most of the time that's how we define our value. All right. So as a guest today, I have Sharonda. She's very passionate about this subject. You know, as soon as I posted, she really wanted to talk about it, but I'm not going to let you guys know why. But before we start, as I always say, all my guests, just introduce yourself so people are going to know who you are. Hello, everybody. Hi. I am Sharonda Michelle, transformational love leader. I help women and a few courageous men who are looking to know their worth. I help them find their voice and so that they can walk in the light of their influence. Good. So you was just going to go straight to it. So why actually, why is it, why are you so passionate about this subject? Cause I know like, you know, as soon as I post it, you put a lot of comment there, like, you know, I can see like, they have a lot of things to say. So you don't, you don't see like men's, you don't, if I say like men today, we actually see our value based on our worth based on what we can actually provide. Do you agree or you disagree with that? I see that two ways. Hmm. And because of where society is now, I really wanted to get in on this subject because men and women put themselves in the physical things, the tangible things and what they can provide. Yeah. But there's so much more that's in depth beneath the surface why we should value one another. I think we have to know our role, our role first, like, you know, what we are here for. Because as a man, I'm going to say I see, my value, I see my worth on whatever I can provide is because we are always in a position where we have to bring something on the table. We have to bring solution. We have to bring money we have to provide i know like women do a lot of stuff as well but the thing is woman worth can be defined because you guys are beautiful because just because you're a woman you know like that's enough for for you to have to you know to to find the like i don't know how to say but like just you being a woman i think is enough but us being a man 
to really have like a value our worth we only see that when we can actually have something that's why money men always run out after money you know they always go after money always go after we just want to be like you know in a position of power because we feel like without it we are nothing and to follow up on what you're saying it's when you put a certain amount of pressure on yourself to already come to the table Mm. to a degree you're already defeated because identity and the principles of foundation should be enough to let you know as a man that you're enough and it's not based on what is provided it's not based on what you can bring to the table financially but what is it in your identity are you whole as a person have you dealt with the unforgiveness of your parents have you dealt with the unforgiveness of a previous relationship so that when you come to bring something to the table to the relationship to the job you're not harboring hurts you're not harboring pains because you're triggered by a comment that someone may made at work in the office that someone made in a relationship because you are not complete you think it's more based on that because i feel like it's more society society the way they put society the way they put men is like if we don't have this we are less it's not like we feel less but we just feel like our worth not as myself i know who i am you right i know my worth but the thing is to actually have that consideration like you know to all the people especially toward women like if for you today as a woman if i ask you today what make you like I'm not, not attractive, but like for you, what define like, okay, what kind of man that you're actually going to accept to come in your life? Would you accept somebody just come there, have no money, nothing, just because they're a nice person? <laughs> well, <they're, laughs> the short answer is there, no. Well, um, there see, is, well, there's some more but, to but that. We, but we're going to be happy. We're going to be happy to actually have a woman who have no job because she's beautiful. That's enough for us. Well, you have to consider we're different but equal. Because as a man, you have certain needs that as a female, I don't. So for you, you are initially visually attractive, but as a woman, there's a certain level of security that needs to happen. And I'm not just speaking financial security, but it's- What did you say? We are visually what? As a man, you're attracted by what you see. Okay, I'm attracted by what I see. Yes. Yeah, you're visual. Yeah. You're highly visual. And for women- We'll be with someone that's, you know, not so easy on the eyes, but he may have money or he may not have money. But for us, it's the protection, it's the affection, it's the security, it's the conversation. So I yes. haven't even gotten to your physical features yet. And okay. as it relates to society, if you aren't grounded internally in your morals, your principles, and your values. Those are the things that I'm looking for you to come to the table with because I don't care how much money you have, you can't buy character. I don't care how much money you have, you cannot buy integrity. Yeah, but the thing is, when you talk about, they always say that at the start, but the thing is, <laughs> they always say that. When you talk about that security, right? That security and everything, believe it or not, there is a lot of like, money come along with that as well what kind of what, what what do you define by security so 
society has really as a woman as a woman society has really put this image out there that i would say is more marketing to really sway you from what it is that you want versus what you're being conditioned to want hmm. and for me i know I'm not looking for a man to provide all my needs. I'm not looking for him to be wealthy because I know what I bring to the table. If I know my identity and I know what I'm made for, I know that I'm made to help women and a few courageous men lead, be leaders, speak, and to receive. And so if I am grounded in the vision of my life and what I am to do, the resources that I need to live will be provided because of my vision, not because I'm with a man. And because I am complete internally, I know my identity. I'm not looking at what society's standard is because I know I'm bad all by myself. And what we need in society is for people to have their own identity and to recognize I make the world great simply being who I am. Yeah. And in my book, I talk about how to recognize and accept that you're in a class of you. So when you're out trying to copy or emulate what's marketed to you, what's on social media, what next level influencer says to do, you're compromising and you're conforming. And to an extent, you're really canceling who you are. Yes, I agree with you. In that sense, I, I agree with you. But I think it's more like in terms of what you guys expect in terms of security, maybe the, we don't see the things in the same way because that's the reason why men always like give money and, you know, we always feel like we can actually buy a woman because you guys always come along like if we have all the money, all the, if we can actually provide financially or any type of way, you guys going to open the door to us and then we're going to feel more. And that's why we feel, that's why, we see our value. That's the reason why you see a lot of men today. Sometimes when they see like women trying to get to the position of power or a position, there's a difference between being in a position of power and then trying to be like a man, like say, you know, I don't need no man because when women get so much money, so much power, now that you have a wave of women actually see themselves as, you know, I have all I want, I don't need no man. This kind of thinking is coming from you agreeing like, we only see men worth because of what they're actually bringing financially as well. Because what, when you get the money, what do you say to yourself? I don't need no man. That means before, you, the man used to be in your life because he was bringing that type of security financially and everything. Now, the fact you have it, you say you don't need no man. So I see that another way. Yeah. Yes, society does paint this picture that men need to provide and men need to be able to furnish those types of things. Yet again, the difference is men operate from a power position where mm. women operate from a position of influence. So what is the difference? Not, power and influence. Yeah. So men use their titles. I'm director of such and such. They get mm. their value, egoness, all of that. And for the makeup of a man, let's back up for a second. Everything about you is made to put out, whether it's money, whether you're a hunters by nature, you're built that way. Yeah. As for women, we're natural nurturers. 
we are influencers. And so by nature, we're built to receive. So if you have a woman that's trying to have carry all the load, carry all the weight, she don't need a man, she don't, she's already, I'll say out of her natural place. Yeah. Because her frame isn't made for her to carry that type of load and that type of stress. But unfortunately, due to society, the condition of men and the pandemic of fatherlessness we have, you have people that are taking on roles, responsibilities. And so they're using a tool outside of its purpose and trying to get the same result. So you couple that with people who get together. And if you aren't already whole and complete, if you don't already know your role is to not to compete me, your role is not to complete me, your role not even to make me happy. But what it is- yeah, Me as a man, you mean? Yeah, no, I should already be happy. Yeah, true. I, I mean, a lot of people, they don't, they don't actually see that. Men, yes. I, mean, I mean our role as a man i don't think we are we are not i don't i don't know but i don't think we are there actually to make you happy you have to be happy yourself within yourself the only thing i believe we gotta do we just have to complete each other yes i love dr miles Monroe's quote when he says marriage is like an omelet it's only as good as the eggs you cannot have someone with baggage, emotional, all that trauma and experience, couple up with someone who has been doing personal growth work, who has been doing the inner healing, because I'm a firm believer An example of when you go in and deep, the higher you go as a person. So when mm. you meet one another, not to say you're yeah. not going to have um, communication, you know, issues or strong conversations, but why do I have to come in a relationship with you starting at second grade when I can already be at the master level because I've mastered who I am? And what most people don't like to do is... Verse one, I'll me back up and say, most people don't like responsibility because it takes a responsible being. It takes a responsible person to be accountable to yourself, to sit with your thoughts, which most people do not like to do in order to get to where they need to be. Mm. And so when you have someone, and as I like to say, and let me break this down for you, um, it's all effing good. When you have someone, and I'm going to take the first letter, E, emotions that are grounded and centered, you're already starting out the gate right, right at the gate. But then you have to shift to focus. So if your emotions aren't where they need to be, you can't focus. So do you want to tell me like women should not actually expect men to make them happy, right? no one should expect someone else to make them happy. That happiness that you provide is the cherry on top. I think that's the reason why as a man, we feel a lot of weight because we feel like when the woman is not happy, it's us. We always have to do something because we feel that need because if we are not able to, I know I always talk about providing, but like when I say providing, I don't really talk about just the money. We, we come with a lot of things because when there's something is not good or something is not going well, we always put ourselves first because we feel like 
that's our task to make sure everything is going good we're providing financially and emotionally and everything and sometimes you just come back and we feel kind of drained and, and it's hard for us to ex- even to express ourselves because society seems to not really understand how we feel because we are we are men you know so we had our feeling like maybe behind money and everything because with money we can actually buy people way of reacting throughout us if i can put it that way so if i'm hearing you correctly it's not necessarily the money it's what the money produces which is power yes and it's, because it's, of it's, that it's, yeah because of that power and because of that feeling men like women need to be needed and so women have to learn to receive and give space for men to do those things so that we work together in harmony and it takes a back to what I was sharing earlier a grounded person in their emotions and their focus even though this is an awkward situation sometimes when I meet you and you meet me Mm. fear comes up but you have to be able to check that fear and when you check that fear internally you know I have the power nothing can stop me it's game on and so that's the whole effing theory of if I am a complete individual if I am whole when I come to you we're adding we're compounding it's not fair for me to come to you at work and say hey listen you didn't finish this or I didn't finish that here you take it you do it you want me to pull my equal share but here again while we are separate and let me write what I write down we are separate but equal everything works when you know your part and you do your role and I know mine yeah but I think the most important is to actually know your role and know your part because as you said if I'm actually you are taking my space how am I going to be able to be who I'm supposed to be and this is what we do more yeah I mean this is what happened most of the time because you take our space and you even sit out on our face like you know what I don't need no man because I can't do what a man can do you know I heard that a lot and I'm not I don't know if you say the same thing but women do say that a lot I I am aware that there are some women who express those sentiments I do not share those where is it coming from do you think So, and I'm glad you asked that question. There's a heart problem. Hmm. Who, who, if you have someone now, let me draw a line between whether it's someone that's your husband, whether it's someone that you're dating or whether it's someone that's a family member, there are different levels to those relationships. And so part of my story is while in my mind, there was a time I thought because I didn't have children, because I have a job, because I have a car, and you know, those material things. I didn't see that as me having baggage, but my baggage came and I gave it all when I spoke. So when I hear women say things like, I don't need no man, I'm independent, I could do what a man can do. That lets me know that there's something in your heart that needs to be healed and you'd rather hold on to the hurt rather than be healed. And I had to ask myself, 
what is really going on in my heart? Because you can't get it out of your mouth if it's not in your heart. And you can't get it out of your heart if it's not in your spirit. So a lot of women, mm. they are, their heart is telling on them, a lot of people. And so the heart speaks. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I agree. I agree with you when you come to that. I think that's sure. There's something I was thinking about, like when a man actually go to talk to a woman, we always do the, like the first step we have to, it's like, we are selling ourselves to you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like we are selling ourselves to you to make sure like, it's like a job interview, man. We go there, we talk to you. We do all these nights talk, you know, we provide a date, everything starts from there. We have to make sure like to, we have to prove to you like we are the one, you know, we can actually, we, it's, it's a lot of work. And after that, when you say, okay, you know, I, I kind of like you and that's it. And we just, okay, then that's cool. And that's when actually things started, but we have to make sure like we are providing a lot and that doesn't stop. It maybe when we're in a relationship, it just changed, you know, the way it works is actually changed. Maybe we just get too comfortable, but we always going to feel like we have to make sure like we are still on the process of, no, really, because we already conquer you because we are living together or we have a relationship. But in a mind, especially as black, we always feel like we have to make sure that we are on top of everything. It's good as a man, but the problem that we have today is just like, we feel like you guys don't really understand it. Society don't understand it. They understand like the weight that we have. And it sometimes is heavy. And sometimes we cannot keep going. And when we lose what, give us that value and then we just feel empty and lost sometimes and my heart goes out to a lot of men out there who do mute themselves or modify themselves based on their feelings based on their words and as a part of my journey I'm able to see those type of conversations when I'm around family members and hmm. The woman may say, what's that example? Let me think off the top of my head. The woman may want the man to go work out or not eat fried foods because of their health, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> and so because of that, the comment was made, well, I'm going to get what you. What did you say? The woman by one. No, so say that again. I didn't get that part. So. Who said to the person to not eat? So yeah. I'm, I'm bringing up a scenario I yeah. recall of how women speak and in that dynamic or situation. I okay. am explaining how I've witnessed men mute themselves. And I okay. want to elaborate on that. Yeah, and on. so the situation was the woman did, was concerned about her husband's health. Yeah. and did not want him eating fried foods and that turned into well when are you going to do walking how many steps you doing a day and you shouldn't be eating that and so she was going on and on like women may do yeah and then she goes i'm gonna get you a a, a fitbit so i can track your steps <laughs> i got it yeah <laughs> it's a real conversation i'm just saying yeah right but in order to keep peace Men have learned to say, okay, men have learned not to express what they feel because women who are not grounded and centered in their emotions tend to go to the left in conversation and really miss the mark in the moment. Mm. 
And what I mean by that is while she is concerned, the way she speaks, how she says it, those words cut and they are deep. But if she is speaking from a posture of this is about me, is this about us, there is a healthy level of selfishness, but you have to know that you are his significant other, you are his girlfriend, whatever the case may be. And when your tone comes across that you're talking at him and not with him, now we have a situation. And because of that, Men don't want to let the women, you know, who are having these emotional, they're taking these emotional roller coasters is what I talk about. And that emotional roller coaster will bring you out of character, yet in our defense, we are emotional beings. We we are, we're animated, we'll, you know, where men, you talk about more and say what you're thinking, and we come from how we're feeling. And so you have to really be able to weigh the scale on what's being said, so that together we will work. But when we say how you, no, you guys, we say what we think you said. You, you, yeah, you say what you think, and well, we come from how we feel. So when yeah. we say things like, we'll never go out, we'll never go nowhere. Now, knowing we just went out last week, or you know, something along but those are you lines. guys ready? But the thing is, you guys, you, you guys are not ready to listen to, to for us to tell you how we feel because you know, coming from the, the comment you just made now, that's a good thing because, um, my friend actually gonna have the answer of his question tonight. Well, today. I have a friend, right? He actually dating. I mean, he's with a girl. They've been uh, they've been together for like three, four years. What happened is she's nice. She's a nice girl, everything. But the thing is, she's very like not too serious about her diet. I would say that. So she she been putting on weight, and now she put on weight. And the thing is, it keep going. And he, he called me the other day. He's like, you know what? I think. I might just hand this relationship. I'm like, listen, she's a nice girl. He told me like, I know she's a nice girl, but she, the way she's putting the weight now, I don't even know what I'm going to do because I tell her like, she needs to start hitting the gym, things like that. Like she's not taking things seriously. And every time I try to talk to her, she feel like, um, how did you say? She feel like I'm trying to pull her down or something. So this is the kind of thing that many men deal with. Sometimes we want to tell you something, but, when we say you guys feel like, oh, if you love somebody, you should love me the way I am, all these things, <laughs> okay? You know, like, the way I look doesn't count, you know, like, you don't really love me that much. I even asked one of my girls, at least, you know, like, what do you think about this? Oh, your friend, if you think that way, that means he doesn't like her. I was like, okay. So I'm asking you as a woman, how can we actually, how, how, can, how can we have this conversation? That is a juicy question. I love it. And I also want to point out that it's not Take the time because you're going to listen to this part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, man, but you got it. (laughs) I want to point out that it's not all women. And let's not, you know, put all the, how does the saying go, all the bad apples in one bunch. Let's not spoil that. There are some out there who are doing the personal growth work, who are expanding, who understand that communication, successful communication needs to be had rather than us just speaking with one another. And so to go into your question, I want to start with men 
as the leader that you are, you guys are the foundation. You are the foundation. With that foundation means you're also the glue that holds everything together. And if you don't know your role in being the glue that hold everything together, this also means that you are in right standing with having all of your affairs in order, whether it's your finances, whether it's your fitness, your spirituality, you are that representation. And when the father has it, that order, that structure, it spreads throughout the house. So shift into what you're talking about. In today's times, we have a lot of fatherlessness. So you have a lot of women who have seen certain behaviors or exchanges in their families. And there is a learned behavior that is jeopardizing today's relationships and families. So when you fast forward to how can men say these things, someone has to be the bigger person to have that conversation, first of all, at the right time. Mm. Because when you know she's already exploded, she, you know, that dynamite is set. That is not the time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the time to have the conversation. But in hindsight, you also have to recognize while the weight may be the root of the problem, it's not the root of the problem. Because our innate nature naturally. We all want to be successful. We all want to look our best. No one is like, you know what? Today, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't caring about myself. Today, I just want to suck it. Like, no one says that. Yeah. So I would ask deeper questions of what's really going on because as the man, his role would be if he proceeds to marry her, the man's job is to take the raw material, and I love how Dr. Monroe puts it, and cultivate that raw material into the woman that he believes he wants to have. Because most men are chasing a visual of a woman that's in their mind, that's yeah. in their head. She does not exist. However, because you are the man and you want to provide. And you want her provide, to yes. and, and, and you want to do those things. And every man wants to sit back and go, yeah, that's my that's baby. My that's girl. my girl. That's, that's yes. The, the thing is, but you, you see, gotta, wait a no, minute. You gotta that's do that's the that. thing. We're we talking now, right? But the thing is, you guys don't like we just can't we, we just cannot have this conversation. That's the problem. Sorry, my mic. Yeah. We we just cannot have this conversation because every time we try. If I say to you, like, you know what? I want to feel like when I'm with people, like, that's my girl. That's this. You'd be like, oh, you don't like me the way I am. You know, you should love me the way I am. Why you want to, you, why you don't want me to be who I am? You want me to become somebody that you want. You, you, like, it just, it just goes on and on and on and on. That's why it's like very, very difficult for us. As you say, for men, is what we see that matter the most first. It's not always matter, but like, that's why we give value more on what we see first and after that the rest gonna come so what we see, the, the visual that we have if is not really pleasing us is very hard for us to actually i don't know to carry on because we have a lot of ego and everything so it's not so, like we doesn't love the people the person it's sure, just like sure it's the yeah. communication that's misaligned and this is what i want to point but out we don't there. know how to talk to you because one of those reasons being we, we know how to make you feel good how i mean literally how <laughs> so i don't know what i'm saying but like, we know <laughs> we know how 
yeah, we know how to make you feel good in many ways. We do things that are gonna, we do things to not hurt you. We know how to do that. Like purposely, even if we have to fake it, we know how to, you know what we, what you like, but the thing is we're not ready to say things or to do things that are gonna go against your feelings. That's the thing. We so, are, we are scared to hurt your feelings. So let's be clear that it's not that it's all women who aren't open. It's not that it's all men who don't know how to communicate. It's a great portion of men who are now being, the challenge is the role of a man isn't what it used to be. Yeah. And so before it was, hey, I could bring home the bacon and do this. And we don't live in that kind of time anymore because women do that. And so mm -hmm. when you want to have communication and conversation, I ask my clients, are you coming from your head? Are you coming from your ego? Or are you coming from your heart? And a lot of times, if you want that person to really give you the true feeling and to express and open up to you, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to be transparent in order to have this conversation. Because I find it hard to believe when the timing is right and you say, sweetheart, you know, the other day this came up, I was thinking about the conversation about us. What you think about, you know, us going to the gym? What That's what I tell him. About? I tell him like, we, you guys should go together. Yeah, well, yeah, what do you think about us, you know, just taking our relationship to a whole new level? And I want you around for a very long time because I want to have my kids with you and I really want to build some things with you and I want us to travel. And I don't want anything to come between that. Let's take some dancing lessons. Let's, yeah. because no, it, it's all on the posture and how you communicate. But if you like, here you go again, eating another burger. <laughs> All right now. It, it, and it's people don't realize yeah, your agree, words agree. have power. Stop and eating so, pasta. Stop eating burger. Like that kind of like know, it's too, yeah, it's too that much. That type of language oh, adds to the problem. So I would also consider to see for men when they're trying to have these communication uh, discussions with women, layer those things up, starting with what do you like about her? What do you love about her? And are you holding on to more of the compl the complaining about her and the stuff that you don't like? And if you're putting on all of your energy and your focus on the things that you don't like about her, then what do you think you're going to continue to see or get? And when you learn how to, and a lot of people underestimate the power of gratitude, what can you be thankful for about that with her? And as a man, as a leader, how can you start setting the example if this is someone that you want to be with? But here again, it goes back to why did you choose her in the first place? And for all the men and women oh, yeah, that are saying, right, so for all the men and women that are like, you know, this is how I am, take me as is. Oh, contrary, let me tell you what the science says. The science says your brain is plastic due to neuroplasticity that means you can have new decisions you can have new habits new behaviors and the brain will magically create those pathways so that you can be the better person of who you desire to be 
because I promise you, whatever that vision is in her heart, whatever that vision is in her heart, if they have that front and center, the conversations, the eating habits, the provision, everything will come and decisions will change because if this is what you said that you want and your why is big enough, then we're going to start eating some salads. Yeah, I hope he's going to listen to this. I think that's that's very true because trust me, a lot of men, we struggle with this. Like we don't even know how how to say those things to you, but you're going to be able to tell me like, you know what, you're too skinny, you need to start eating more. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, like we, we have a lot. Like, you know what I mean? You need yeah. to start losing weight. Let me see your friend yes. a little bit. Like, but the thing is, we just take it, but us to say those things to you is going to be like really, really hard. But especially, but do you think it's different when you actually discover the person who's already overweight, when you meet them, they're overweight and you want to change them? That's really bad. Or when you already meet them, like when you see them for the first time, they're already like that. And then after they want to change them. So you have to look at that a couple of ways. The first one being, if you approach this person, then obviously there's some interest. But if you come with the wrong posture of how can I change you as a person, because here again, that woman or man can have some underlining issues going on because of where they are, whether they're depressed. And a lot of people, um, what these unprecedented times are sharing, they're going through things and the sign of that is overeating it's making those decisions because they don't know what to do. Yeah. And so men, and I love helping having these conversations because I want you to speak. I do not want my significant other to mute themselves and say, to not say or fully emotionally express what he has to say because that's not healthy. Because it's when all that stuffing and suppressing comes and women need to be careful of when your man gets quiet, that's not necessarily a good thing. Because that's when certain behaviors like affairs and adultery and, you know, miscellaneous activities start happening because we are no longer talking about it. And that's and when they're going to say, oh, you know what, he's cheating on me, he's not a good guy, he's never happy, you know, like that's that's like... That's even worse when you come to that point, as you say, woman, they're not going to try to find where the problem comes from. They're just going to say, you know what? You did this. You did this. You are this. You are this. You are this. And then sometimes we come to the point where, as you say, there is affair. There's a lot of things. But men, we don't know how to even explain those things. Say, look, I come to this point because there was this before. But you're never going to understand it because you're going to say, oh, if you did this, that means you don't love me. Sometimes. You don't understand like saying things happen, but it doesn't mean because people doesn't love you. It's just because, I don't know, it's just what it is. It's as you said, that's why men, we don't really express ourselves that much. We do so a lot of mess because we don't express ourselves. That's the reason why we sometimes, we sometimes messy because this is our, our only way to kind of like express our feeling. If I can say so. And and I understand that with I'm not I'm not actually trying to to say everything is correct. I'm just saying like in general, sometimes it happens. Yeah, I just Yeah, it, it does happen that way. And here again, this is where like my friend told me, like, you know what? You know what he told me? Sorry, man. He told me 
I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to go see another woman. That's what he told me. Because he sounds like he's at that point. Yeah, he's at that point, like and then he he's cares like, I don't want to do person. this. So I feel like I might do it, but I don't want to do it. Because when a man says I don't want to do that, I mean in his mind he's already there. But like he's just trying to hold. Yeah, that adultery starts in the mind. It's not in the act. Hmm. It, it's not in the act or cheating and all, it's, it happens first in the mind. Mm. And that idea just grows and manifests because of what's happening. But I would want to ask, how has he expressed himself to her to really understand what's going on? I think you haven't been as maybe clear as you said. I think you have to make sure you have as I said to him, like, if you want to talk about it, you cannot just say to somebody like, you know what? Oh man, you're losing a lot of, I mean, you're putting too much weight. Like when I made yeah. you lose this, now you put another pound, like yeah. too much. This is embarrassing. I don't want you to come out in the party with my friend to see you this big. <laughs> you cannot see that, see that somebody, right? You, right. I, he, well, he needs to come across the way he would want someone to come across to them. And, and I tell him, like, look, I, I tell him, like, you you sound like you're the most sexy man in the world. You don't even have six pack or anything, right? I t- I'm like, listen, what you need to do, I think you need to start going with her in the gym so you guys can do something as a couple. And he said, oh, no, she's lazy sometimes. I'm like, are you consistent? I feel like he feel like he doesn't need much. She's the one who need much work. But I believe if you live with somebody, you want to change things, you have to put a lot of sacrifices for her to change. You have to, you have to bring her in a journey for her to kind of like enjoy. I think if she starts going to the gym with, her, with him, if she starts seeing the result, I think she's just going to carry on by herself. She's not even going to need him anymore to kind of like, you know, because so yeah. I think just the conversation, they haven't got it. They haven't got yeah, it's, it no. starts with communication first, yeah. and that's essential. And if he's not starting off with, you know, I love this about you, you know, we've been together for a while, and you know, I just look back over the time we've been together, and it's been truly amazing. And you know, just really, I'll say, lighten the mood and soften the mood because we all know those times when you can have those conversations and sometimes those late night pillow talk conversations, Mm. you can really have a heart to heart, chest to chest, no Mm. judgment and make the conversation safe for her. Yeah. And when you learn to make the conversation safe, then there should be no problem with her saying, you know what? there's been a lot of things going on with my job and in my family and I find comfort in food. I'm just an emotional eater. And sometimes people have to learn how to de-stress with what they're doing, but in, in unorthodox ways that's within their relationship. So for example, if they don't go dancing, maybe taking a dance class will help that, but she has to be, they have to be willing to go there and say, hey, what what is our goal? What are we here for? Because it can't be about you. It has to be about the us. Mm. Yeah, I think I think uh, I agree with you. I think you need to stop. We need to stop actually just making things look like it's just you. You the problem. You need to change. Now it's most us yes. because 
yeah, if you change, you're gonna be good for us for our relationship. So coming back to the to the topic, actually, I know we got lost a little bit with that. I think that's the reason why, as I say to you, like as a man, sometimes we feel like our worth because we have to have a job. You have to make sure you provide and everything. And when a man actually lose, if okay, I'll tell you something, right? Literally, somebody you're gonna have a woman and a man, right? They live together when a man actually lose a job with like my partner, right? What happened? Like when I lost my job, I feel like I tell her, you know what? Oh man, this is really bad and everything. She was working, she had a good job and everything. And she's like, oh, you know what? It's fine. You know, you lost a job. You know, I'm still working. You know, like we're going to pay, I'm going to pay the bills and everything. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's not the same. Me losing a job is not the same as you losing a job. All right. But in the, in the mind, she's like, no, we couple. It doesn't mean nothing. If you, if you lost your job, I'm still have a job. I'm still gonna carry things. I'm like, no, like me as a man, like me when I lost my job, I feel like it's more than a job. You see what I mean? It's like it's like you lost, like as I say, a, a little bit of your value. Yeah. Even though, Absolutely. if even if the person see you as, um, how can I say? Even if the person doesn't judge you, the person love you, the person, but you, always in your mind you're gonna feel like less than man just because you don't have the tools to kind of like be the person that can actually financially provide things. Because I think money actually bring a lot of things, you know, like a lot of comfort and everything. But her, if I have a job and if she lost her job, me as a man is not even gonna hurt me. I'm not even gonna feel concerned. I'm gonna feel the only way I'm gonna feel concerned is just for her to have like her freedom, her her way of spending whatever she wanna spend. That's the only concern. But like for me, she lost the job. If I'm working, we good. Like mm -hmm. if I can't give, I can't provide, I can't provide. If I can have enough money to pay everything, we good. So there is no actually stress because I feel like this is actually what I'm supposed to do. So when I don't have it, and I feel like Yes. I'm worthless. And this is what yeah. I was coming to when I was saying to you, like, we only see our value when we can actually provide. When we cannot provide it, we actually don't see even our worth. And we feel useless and we feel this is actually where that came from. And that is a man without a vision. That's yeah. a man who do not know his identity. Damn, I have no vision. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me let me expound on so, that because no, i respect that don't worry it's it's, it's all in love man that's like, why i say i work with a few courageous men there i need is, to fix myself yes because there i used is, to think that way yeah yeah and let me say as i sit back of where i am now there was a time in my life when i gave so much of myself to my career to my job to anybody that needed me and i felt value because i was needed and because i was giving 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 and pouring and pouring and pouring but there was a time when i remember walking into the office and i was in a cold conference room and i was told that i did not get the promotion and i'm sitting here like what you mean i burned the midnight oil on both ends I stay late to send these last emails. I am a PMP certified professional. Sound like my story. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, what you mean? 
And I gave everything outside of me, but I didn't give that much energy to what was inside of me. So going back to your worth and identity, if you don't know, and if you wrap your manhood and what society tells you your manhood is, you've already lost the race, my dear. And if you have a man or a woman who is grounded in their vision, meaning what is in your heart that nags at you? What is the thing that you have wanted to do when you was a little girl, when you was a little boy that won't leave you? That is your vision. And when you start wrapping your vision around, putting your effort and energy into that, cultivating those gifts in you, that job, you can now turn around and say, thank you, because what you did was you provided for my, you helped qualify me for what I'm really made for. Yeah. And for that, I can say thank you, because you need it for whatever you're qualified to do, this experience to shake you up. To shake you up to see there has to be more because there's so much untapped potential in you that just like in labor, how diamonds are made, there needs to be pressure. There needs to be a trigger. So when it's time for you to push, you are ready and it's go time. So if you don't know who you are, if you don't know where you come from, if you don't know what you're here to do, and I like to share is that forks, spoons, and knives have a purpose, okay? If there is a purpose for everything, there is a purpose for you, and you have to go inside and have the inner revelation of who you are, and honey, it's gonna hurt, I'm gonna tell you but I have been in the wilderness for you. I know what that feels like to have things taken away, to, I mean, I was laying it on where it was going shopping, the spa dates, hair done, thinking I was loving myself, but I was putting love and value on myself and not in myself because most people can't tell you 20 things they love to do, but they can tell you how to get that procedure done at work. They can tell you how to, you know, solve some of those problems on a computer. They can tell you what accounts and updates and systems need to happen, depending on what your profession is. But if you don't know you and you're not happy on the inside, that vision will drive you because you press towards the mark. And if you're saying, I lost my job and I feel horrible, then where you... Dr. Miles says, sight is a function of the eyes, but vision is a function of the heart. How do you see what you see when you see? Mm. How do you see what you see when When you see? see? Yes. And this also goes back to your friend. If he is looking at her like, oh my gosh, she is this big, oh Lord Jesus, she have another... If that is up here, he is going to get that. He's going to see that. But if he focus on, you know what? She is beautiful. Yeah. You know, it, she's an amazing being. And whatever it is I got to do to help her come through whatever it is she's going through, you know what, baby? I just want to let you know that I'm here for you. And how can I support you to get you where you need to be? Where do you want to be? Yeah, I mean, um, what you say is like, 
uh, wow this is this is this is amazing man like i really really like to listen to this like i appreciate what you're actually saying that was it is very powerful what you say i agree with everything but that's why it's very hard to be happy when you don't follow your vision i don't know if you agree with me it, it is hard when, when, when you happy. don't follow your vision it's very yeah. hard to be happy within no no there is a lot of type of happiness i'm told like the happiness like you say about the job and everything as a career because you can't have a job but you're not happy about where you work but when you follow your vision i think you're gonna live for your purpose you're gonna be like you're gonna be fulfilled because you're gonna live for something that you really like something that you're here for for, for your call you know like you're actually gonna be yourself at the same time and as much as we don't when, when we don't get serious in life we're trying to find a way to blame other people for many reasons we don't trying to follow what we're here for that's when nice. we um that's when we feel lost. That's how we feel like, as I would say, I used to feel before. That's why I feel like when I lost my job, I feel bad because I felt like that was what society actually valued me, actually. So if I don't have this, I'm actually worthless. But if you have a vision, you get to have to stand for your vision and work for it. I don't know if yes. that's right. It, it is right because you have something to stand for. You have something that turns you on. So if you see... Anybody you could think of, whether it's Oprah or Jeff Bezos, there was something in the inside of them that mm. said, I must speak. I'm sure, and I could put myself out there as a little kid, man, I got in trouble so much for talking and running my mouth and saying all kinds of things. But there was a seed that was in me that because of the society standards, society doesn't say become yourself, be who you are, we're going to mandate you to do that. That's not what happens. Yeah. That's not what happens. And so if you really went inside and you learn how to shut out your intelligence, your education, your logic, and even your five senses to really get into the heart of you, and this is the type of work that I do, when you really get into the heart of you, you really come alive because you have a better view and you have a better you or you have a better you and you have a better view hmm. yeah i mean that's true that's true i think uh, the whole thing about i think you change just you change my my way of thinking when it comes to the whole men see the value based on <laughs> i feel embarrassed saying that <laughs> <laughs> Men see the word say, I mean, I don't even know how to say it anymore. <laughs> it's okay, I got you. Yes, oh, man, let your you heart know, like, out. Come on. Yeah, like you yes. said, you know, men only value themselves based on what they can provide. But the answer of this is, this is actually <laughs> men without a vision. That's the men that actually see, that, that's the men that actually stand for those words. That's the men actually define themselves based on that because this is how society picture us if we keep actually value ourselves based on what we provide to women, to people, to please people. Because yes. I think that's the that's the, the answer of that. I think even, I know like women are changing today. You guys are becoming more, you're trying to take our place because there is a lot of ego fight happening between women and, and men. I wish it was like, I'm all about women that going for the right, becoming successful. But now we're having women becoming successful, not because they want to be successful. It's because they want to 
go against men. And that's the problem. That's, that's, that's what the problem is, especially in our community as black as well. I see a lot of people that are using the term, I'm the strong black woman, I'm this, I'm this, I don't need no man in my life. You know, like all those strong is like, is a very powerful, but that's not what we want from you. What we want from you is just to be successful, to be powerful, but not to fight against us or to try to, to try to be equal or something. No, we, we, we're not equal, but it doesn't mean like we are more than you. We all have our, we all here, we all have actually our space. We all have our, our role to play, but we are, we are not equal as task. Right. We're not equal in the load that we carry, yeah. but we are, we are equal as people. We're yeah. equal as how we're made and how we're formed. And yes. no different if I try to use a spoon as a butter knife or use my knife as a spoon. It may work, but you want the right tool for the right job. And I'm not calling each other tools, but we were made to complement one another from head to toe. There is a compliment there. And I don't know about you, but I know that I'm royalty and queens like to be served. Yeah. And kings like to rule from their throne. It's their voice. It's everyone's voice. And yeah, but the thing is, everybody want to be queen. But nobody want to play. You want to be a queen, but you don't really want to play the, the queen-like role. You don't want to be served as a queen. But you don't want to treat the king. That's a problem sometimes. For <laughs> some, that is a problem. But you have to make sure that that man is king material. Oh, yeah. That's where we're coming from there. Yeah. They're yeah, you don't they're deserve it. It's not a... <laughs> but here again, if you are a queen, then why is that person in your presence? True, true, because true, as true. a queen, I know I want the best. I, I desire the best. I have that around my presence. And so I don't give my pearls to swine in such a way where I am. It's either you are loving yourself or you're abusing yourself. So how do you decide? How, okay, what is your definition of being a queen like as a woman? If I have to ask you that, what, what kind of woman do you describe as a queen? Like today, I know you see yourself as a queen. Just to say to people, being a queen, being a woman doesn't make you a queen. Being black doesn't straight away making you a queen. It takes a lot of things to make people a queen. So yeah. what do you actually, I know as black, based on our history, you know, we are, we, we come from a kingdom, you know, I understand that. But like, as a woman, what make you actually, what define you as a queen? So, and I love this question. As a queen, my answer would be when I have my mind, my heart, my emotions all aligned with my words, and I simply radiate in my essence without saying a word, I'm a queen. Mm. Because emotionally, going back to it's all effing good, when your emotions are grounded and centered, you can focus, you can achieve what it is you want to do. Fear may come up, but you check fear. So emotions check, fear check, focus check. When all that's together, it takes me to, I know I have the power. Mm. Next is game on. And with that, I like to say it's all effing good because you have your head, you're out of your head, you're in 
into your heart and you get to live your life with your heart wide open because the head and the heart connects and out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what, who would turn down? I want to work my way and build my way. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're not to be successful and have your career, but if you find your worth, white knuckling, pressuring yourself, trying to compete with someone and the job that you have or what you're trying to pursue doesn't make you feel complete in such a way that it cures that nagging drip or inner thirst, mm. then you need to question why you do what you do, who are around you, and are you someone who's being conditioned or are you the real you and i had to ask myself how much of who i am is really who you are <clears throat> yeah i agree with you 100 but how do you describe as a king then i know you okay just view from a woman because i know a lot of men can actually agree or disagree but how do you describe as a king coming from a man like you know seeing a man how, how do you describe as a as a man that actually can qualify for being a king so to be a king is simple it's your best it's your best as a man what can you do with what you have whether it's financially whether it's spiritually how are you growing and developing yourself as a king because a queen it's going to want to come and ask you questions. And if you don't have knowledge to give her, if you don't have information, then you may have money in the bank. But if your mind mm. is broke, then there's nothing I can do with that. If you don't have your vision together, and so let's say you meet someone because you and your emotions and you like what you see, but later on down the line, your heart causes you to be a public speaker. But the person that you saw with your eyes is not aligned with your vision because she has issues with you being around other women. But you're a speaker. Yeah. So now you've placed yourself in a position and you may have given yourself your resources, your time prematurely to someone that's not even meant or made for you. And in order for you to really represent that manliness, in order for you to be that example, you should be able to lead yourself first. Now, this doesn't say that you're going to be perfect. This doesn't say that you may not trip. Now, let me say trip because trip is something that you, oh, snap, you know, this kind of yeah. happened. But when you stay there and you trip and you roll over and you still, wait a minute, there's an issue. So when you be the best version of you, that's what am I listening to that's growing my mind? Because one day I'm going to have a woman or a family to take care of that's going to depend on me. So you have to watch your choices, associations of today hmm. and make sure they're not messing up your future. But yeah. if you're so wrapped up in listening to things that what people don't understand is there i should ask what's penetrating you without your permission mm. whether it's what you're listening to who you're talking to the things that you're eating because that is planting seeds in you that is putting certain things in your subconsciousness it's putting beliefs in you that you're not even aware of because mm. you have may not have taken the time to sit with and get to know the real you yeah so in order to be that king 
I need you to be the best you you can be, which is identify who you are. What are the things that you know you need to let go of because society's version of you already has you down here, but when you get to see yourself as the king you are up here, then everyone else will see you differently, but kings need to carry themselves in kingly behavior. Hmm. There's a royalty about you, about all of us. But if you're looking for that example to come from outside of you and not inside of you, then baby, you've already lost you. That's the key. That's the key. Wow. That's, uh, I'm speechless, you know? Um, yeah, for real. Uh, I, I don't know what to say because this is like, I really can't wait to share this because I really want people to listen to what you just say. And then I'm, I'm really feel blessed for, for this conversation. I didn't know it was turned that way, but it makes me look, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You, you, oh man, you, you low key kind of roast me today, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but see when it's done in love and that's so beautiful. And I just want to coming from a woman. Yeah. <laughs> It was the way around. I appreciate the fact that you were vulnerable enough to say that. And I want you to be able to communicate that even to your friend to see when you come from a pure posture and when you really let the words from your heart connect, then it's real. Then it's impactful. I think that's the key of having a real honest conversation because while we was we were talking like from love actually you know like it was an honest conversation and even the word that you used it was more like relate to the situation that it was and then i can actually find myself around it and that's yeah. that's because the conversation wasn't violent it was like oh my god you don't you don't see your word because you ain't nothing you know like <laughs> it was wrong with you you don't see your worth you ain't nobody you want <laughs> You know what? And that there just to me lets me know. And yeah. God knows I have my faults and I'm still growing. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, go it allowed me to take the step back and see, wait a minute, how much of who I am is really who you are? Do I want to be the person that's always nagging or do I want to be known as that? Or do I want to be known because of my happiness, because of my radiance? Because when people come in my presence, they just feel good. It's just, those are the type of things that we really have to change our appetite to an appetite of royalty versus the appetite of what society gives us. I think there's another issue as well. You know, when you find yourself, your reality, everything. And if you see society, you got to find a balance how to live in between, right? Because you can, you still have people around you who doesn't think like you, doesn't have the same way of, you know, seeing life. A friend, I have, I have so much friend who always have some, some weird stuff, man. One of them actually called me the other day, told me like, he's going to the stage of his life. He's trying to find himself. He discover a lot of things, you know, about himself, you know, that moment where he discovered a lot of things about himself, himself, everything. And he told me, he's even questioning himself issue if he should carry on with his wife all my friend always are problem with the wife <laughs> if he's carrying with his wife even the way society is he feel like you you know he doesn't want even want to live in in a big city anymore because he feel like he's growing so much but the problem with him like he doesn't know how to control that energy to the society to the environment that he's living 
anything that the world is going crazy we are not walking you know like you understand the kind of mindset i'm talking about yeah yeah and i tell him like be careful because sometimes when you find yourself you can be lost in the process as well you gotta know when i don't know what you can say yeah that goes back to identity and that's with you being whole with who you are and not with what you see. Mm. And so when you are rooted and grounded and you're centered in who am I, what are my principles? What is my personal ra- radical personal responsibility? And how can he step up to that plate? Because as I remember I was raised, my mom would say things as, I don't care what happened in your friend's house, but as far as what you do in my house, these are our rules. These are how we maintain. And so how people keep their earthly houses, their body, where we are right now in these unprecedented times is showing what do you have in you and where is your inner value or have you placed your value outside of you and because the world systems are breaking they're shaking i don't know how many more examples we need of bad character bad integrity a lot of that is what's driving our problems in society because people haven't dealt with their wholeness their inner issues And you can't create a law to say, um, I'm going to make you love me. No, it's a choice. It's an act of the will. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know internally, this is what society may do. But if you don't keep your house in order, then how can you expect for anything connected to you to be in order? Wow. You got an answer for that. Yeah, that was real. So before we finish, I just want to say two things I want to tell you. Um, How do you see society today? What do you think we're going? Like, do you struggle? Do you, how do you see people today, society, the way we're moving? Is it kind of challenging for you to kind of live in today's society? You know, I'm actually excited about what's to come. I feel that where society is, it's giving us this big wake-up call of, I need to make sure my systems, my beliefs, my morals, my integrity, my finances, my family, my purpose is where they should be Mm. because I can't trust my job. I can't trust, you know, even doing things in my own strength, but this is where you have to know whose you are, whose you serve, and really let the creator tell you who you are because you can't, I mean, you're seeing, and I think it was even Einstein that said, you can't solve a problem on the certain, on the same level. You have to go up higher. And this is the perfect time where Even management is changing because it's no longer the type of leadership that says, do what I do. We need leadership that puts their head and their heart together to really serve the people. And you can't serve anyone unless you know how to serve you first. And so these times are waking people up to, wait a minute, 
what do I believe? Who am I? What is really, what do I want to do? What do I feel that I want to do? What principles are, can I apply personally so that I'm not affected by what happens in society? Now, this doesn't, you know, of course mean that you ignore protocols and processes. And I'm, I'm not saying any of that at all. Um, what I am saying is you have to be a better you in order to be a better you. And the times that we live in in society, there is no better moment to be who you are because that is what the world needs. The world needs a better you so that we can impact and influence. And so I'm excited because I know that there is a greatness in me than what is out here in the world that is going to make the difference because the world needs you as you are and me as I am. If not, then why are we here? That's beautiful, man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah can't say nothing um so i just want to say thank you actually for today i really appreciate the fact you actually and now nah, actually i was gonna feel bad if i actually changed my mind because there was something trying to hold me back like oh my god you know like traffic everything there was something was coming somebody was gonna make me feel like <laughs> i was never gonna forget it oh man look you are what do you say again man without vision yeah <laughs> But that's it's good because it helps you to 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 mirror yourself. It helps you to grow, and I know I'm laughing when I'm talking about it. But like, the thing is, I really take everything into consideration in the right way, like to grow. Because this kind of conversation is the the reason why I actually have a podcast. I always say to people, the purpose of my podcast, I call it Better Yourself, is because my my, my vision, my goal is not to tell people how to live their life or how to how to judge people or to become better. No my my goal is to have a conversation with people like yourself who is there to kind of like just within in the conversation just trying to help people to become better you know like find themselves to the journey to the conversation and something like i'm i'm sure a lot of people actually can relate to that like my friend i'm sure he got an answer from that myself i didn't know i was going to get the answer from for the topic i've made like because for me i made this topic because i thought like i was coming in a position where i knew exactly what i was talking about <laughs> It turned out another way. And I appreciate the fact you bring all those wise words and everything. Like, yeah, I can only be, be thankful. And I wasn't going to ask you something. Are you working on something? Because I know you mentioned something about your book. I just wanted to know if you yes. are. What are you working yeah. on? And any anything about yourself. So actually, your followers, anybody can, can actually get in touch with you. I'm going to put all the link if you have Instagram, any website or any social media. I'm going to make sure that people follow you as well. So yeah, well, tell me, are you so working much. on something? Yes, I am completing my book. We are in the final stages. It is okay. called And So She Speaks. And it is going to and be And So She Speaks. And So She Speaks. Okay. And the Fun premise enough. behind that is a woman mm. who knows who she is. She knows her worth. She's found her voice. She's allowed her head and her heart to connect. And she walks in the radiance of that light. Now, that doesn't mean that men can't, you know, read the book and get things from it as well. I'm, I promise you, it is. I'm so excited about just it. Just want to empower a woman. I get it. <laughs> I want to 
empower royalty, starting okay. with who I am, and yeah. that is a woman and a few courageous men who are really ready to take their head and their heart and allow them to connect so that they can impact and influence. You can register for a copy of the book right now. I'm doing yeah, sure. some wait lists, and you can go to andsoshespeaks.com and so she speaks.com um, for a copy of the book. It hasn't hit um, Amazon in that yet. We're in that last leg. I do anticipate it coming out um, before the summer. You can find me on Instagram at Sharonda Speaks. You can also find me on Facebook at Sharonda Michelle or Love Lead Her. You can email me at loveleadher, H-E-R, at gmail.com. Great. I'm going to make sure everything you say, make sure when we finish the conversation, send me all the link. I will put it okay. there because people, sometimes you say things they don't remember the link. <laughs> I'm going to put the link there, Instagram, all the detail in the description to make sure if you guys want to get in touch, make sure you, you actually go and, you know, click on those links. So for your book, uh, when is it coming out? exactly do you have any dates or it should on the be way by there? the summer it should come out we oh, are literally it, in the final stages now mm -hmm. is that your first book it's my first one I'm okay excited. that's great so i think yes. you said something about client as well what kind of client do you guys do you see actually what do you actually so provide i for? do Okay. Yeah. Great. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and also small group coaching. And I have programs that help people find their worth, really find their voice and really ignite their inner authority so they can walk in the light of a radiant lifestyle. And so if anyone wants you know, to reach out or have questions about that, I really love love, love, love changing the hearts and minds of people. And one of my latest um, ones I was working with Express, she said, you help me be to become friends with my tears. Oh, man. Isn't really? that so beautiful? Yes. Uh, yes. That's beautiful, but sad as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. And see, too. I, I don't want to love... say anything else again because I'm going to look bad <laughs> after that. God. And I had to get to the point because I thought at one point in my life, crying was for the weak and feelings. Nobody had time for that until this pandemic came. Everything I had as an outlet was shut down and I was forced to face my fear. And that's when I realized I gave so much of me to work, to place it, to places and people that weren't privileged enough to know my value because I didn't know my value. Mm. I was running from my own heart and the pandemic helped me see that I was the key. So this process of what I went through is what I put in the book and where I stumbled upon the cycles of crime. Great. And it starts with contractions and it ends in celebrations. So now I cry at the drop of a hat over things that... <laughs> The small things, my family may even tease me, like, don't you start crying? And I'm like, this is so beautiful. Don't you see how the flower just blossomed? I mean, I'm just so grateful. And I really want everyone to be in that type of space because you can really let in gratitude and really live life instead of existing in your head. You live it with such a boldness of feeling and your words 
tell the story. And so wow, she- you should you need to start doing podcasts or, <laughs> or or what you can do you can actually do like uh, a like how can I say a book but like a voice book. Like audio book. Audio book. I okay. am gonna. I want to do an audio. I think that's book. gonna be to good see. if you do that. I think Thank rather you. than the podcast, I think audio book is gonna because a lot of people these days people don't like reading that much, but people are listening. And then the thing is the way you actually say things, use your own voice, of course. The way you say things, you explain things. I think, yeah, I think you can have short paragraph. Is really gonna work. That's actually for the advice I can give you tonight. So yeah. well, I don't know what time it is there. Yeah. So thank you again for today. I really appreciate it. And anything else you want to add that you feel like, you know, it was really important about this conversation that you wanted to say that we haven't, you know, really going into details, anything that you feel like we forgot to mention or anything? Thank you for asking that. I just want to leave the audience with you are enough. You are awesome. You have the power and you can do it. And we don't hear that a lot. There is a lot that takes from our cup. And I just hope this segment really pours into you to really get you to self-reflect on who you are and see how much more depth there is to you so that you can really have a better you, a better view, and really just help make America great. Again, the world great. I'm sorry, I don't know where you are. The world great. I'm in America. (laughs) Oh, be careful. They they might do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, okay, is that a MAGA something here? (laughs) Yeah, but seriously, I just really want people to see because there's so much. And in order to make the world better, it Mm. starts with having a better you. True. And when you can have a better you, then honey, they're like, you're unstoppable. That's the goal. That's the purpose. That's the vision. That's my vision. Yes. At least I have a vision now. Yes, that is the vision. <laughs> and that legacy will spill over to future generations. And you can even reach back to past generations for where we are now. Just let your heart be your guide and accept that vulnerability and transparency so that you shift to that authenticity. And that is what the world needs. Great. That's what the world needs. You need to become the better version of version of yourself. You need to grow. And what we have learned today is saying, you know, you have to change the level of life if you want to grow, of course. All right. You have to grow your level. Thank you again, Sharonda. Thank you for having you today. And then again, for anybody want to get in touch with you, I'm going to put all the link in the description. And yeah, thank you for today. And then I hope, hopefully I'm going to have another episode with us. I'm not going to stop it to this one. I'm sure we're going to book another episode. And this time I'm going to come back with... I'm going to be a man of vision. That's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you right. for having me. Thank you for today. And just stay a minute.